Had you actually read the email, you would know that the podcast you are about to listen to could contain explicit language and offensive content. These HR experts' views are not representative of their past, present, or future employers. If you've ever heard, my manager is unfair to me, I need you to reset my HR portal password, or can I write up my employee for crying too much? Welcome to our little safe zone. Welcome to Jaded HR. Welcome to Jaded HR, the podcast by two HR professionals who want to help you get through the work week by saying all the things you're thinking, but say them out loud. I'm Warren. And this is Feathers. All right. Our Christmas special. <laughs> we'll show just how special we are. <laughs> all the quotations. <laughs> all the quotations. So... Uh, but this this episode is will be published on the twenty third. In hindsight, I wish we'd done it the week prior, but oh well, that's life. Let's see. Good here. planning, Warren. Good planning. Planning is a, a <laughs> huge, huge thing for me. I'm great at it. Last no minute, like the last minute. So, but speaking of planning, I do have a plan for our next episode. We're going to try to do an AMA, Ask Me Anything episode. And what we're going to do is we're basically going to turn the show over to Jan Janerson from At Not Sherm Approved, and she will read your questions that you may have about us, the podcast, even just stupid questions you want a stupid answer for, we're your guys. So uh, send those questions. You can send them to us on our Instagram account, or you can send them directly to the At Not Sherm Approved Instagram account, and we'll get those queued up for us to answer in the next episode. So we're really looking forward to that. I think it'll be a lot of fun. But I'm, I'm already afraid. <laughs> be afraid. Be very afraid. <laughs> I'm already afraid. <laughs> well, something you don't have to be afraid of is Buddy the Elf. And one of my favorite lines of Buddy the Elf is, the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. So let's talk a little bit about singing in the workplace. You're trying to get me laughing though because I think I've only seen Elf maybe once. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I'll send you a copy. I've got. I think I've got like three DVDs on it. But I, don't I know mean, I know. Used... I know that your family tradition was to go and start doing Christmas vacation on Thanksgiving, which I yeah. thought was horrible. Um, <laughs> but I, I did recently sit back down and watch that again. And I was like, oh dear God, this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. I mean, it it's funny. Awful. It's a funny, haha, awful. I mean, but yeah, it's still, uh, it's still pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, like any of the vacation movies, they're, they're, it's it's so bad, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, except European Vacation, I did not like that one. But singing in the workplace, I'll tell you, I think it's becoming an increasing problem with more people wearing headphones or earbuds while they're in the office working. You know, they're going to town on their work and all of a sudden you hear some random hum or some line being belted out or just some people just belting out entire tunes at a time. And for some people that might be great, but... Hold on, I'm confused. I thought because of the C word we were all still working at home. That many of us are. I I have some past and current experiences with singing in the workplace, and I. I, I mean, they're, if they're in my apartment. They're going to hear me singing all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm singing. Yeah, basically. And yeah. cussing at you at the same time. <laughs> yeah. If I sing it, telling you to shut the fuck up might sound nicer. <laughs> yeah. Basically, like, why are you an idiot manager? Why are you an idiot employee? Yeah. Uh. But I, I really find it distracting at times at work. And I'm also, what do you think about just the, the trend of having earbuds or earphones in at work overall, just as a safety concern? You know, I see people everywhere from our office to everywhere, online, everything, people wearing their earbuds all the time while they're doing their work. And I just, uh, maybe maybe I'm showing the boomer in me. Uh, you know, I'm not that old, but... I have some boomer tendencies. So what do you think? You know, it's all time and place. So I think obviously the field, there are certain professions that you can't have the earbuds in, but you know, that magic word these days is all about collaboration, collaboration. So with that in perspective, then no, I don't think earbuds are a good thing. However, I don't mind having them on mine in, so I don't hear the, the morons all around me. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't wear my, I don't listen to, to music while I'm at work. I don't do anything. The, the worst I've done is when last uh, year when the uh, Pirates were in the playoffs, baseball playoffs, and uh, it was daytime games like noon and two. You know, I, I even told my boss, hey, on my second monitor, I'm going to be having ESPN Plus on with uh, with the baseball <laughs> just, game on. Just suck it. Just suck it up. That's, that's what's going to be right there on suck. my screen. Yeah, yeah it's, like... it's going to be there. I, I said it. I, I forewarned them, and there was no problems with that. But I, I did have one year butt in so I could listen to the game as I was working. But that's the only time I've I've done something like that. No, I guess overall I don't have a problem with it, but I I do agree though in the non-jaded sense that if we are pushing for return to office, hybrid, whatever, however you want to describe it, that it does prevent collaboration. Okay, unless you're collaborating with Jay Z or something, and you're yeah, that's totally different. <laughs> I mean, if you're rocking it, I don't give a shit. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> like, uh, sign me up. No, but it, I mean. Yeah, I don't want to hear people sing in the office. I don't want to hear them rapping along, talking along, strumming along, air guitar, however you want to see it. <laughs> air I just, guitar. I, just uh. I, I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> well, I had a story that was, I, it started off, I found it on Instagram or somewhere, and then I actually found the news story about it. So this person, Marissa Pierce, uh, she had a viral a video go viral. She posted a video of her writing an email to her boss while she's going into labor. <laughs> she wrote, I'm in labor. I just got admitted to the hospital, smiley face. Would it be okay if my mom or brother picked up my paycheck tomorrow? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> she's got her priorities straight already. Screwed the epidural. <laughs> paycheck. <laughs> Here's my thing. Here's my reply. Get direct deposit. <laughs> well, yeah, payroll, payroll would love you <laughs> so much more. Wow. Yeah. I, I just, I didn't I, see anything. I have, ab- I, have, I have, I have nothing else, but wow. There was no, but obviously I wasn't worried about any uh, kind of benefits or things of that nature, but it's make sure I get my darn money. <laughs> yeah. I, I would allow the brother or mother to come pick up the paycheck. I think that I would be pretty good, but I would attach a direct deposit enrollment form to that paycheck. Cause there's nothing that gets under my nerves more is people getting live checks. It's, you know, I've mentioned before my wife does payroll and that's, that's the really still of, a thing. Yeah. 
you know, even at the water park where I worked, my second year there, I made direct deposit mandatory for everybody. And, you know, by law, you have to offer two ways for people to get paid. So you could have a ADP check card. card. Yeah, yeah. Card, check card, whatever. Yeah. yeah, one of those things. Or you could deposit into your account. Or you could go to Walmart and get one of those Walmart paycheck cards and and do it but we offered you multiple ways but i just did not want to deal with the paper checks anymore it was such a pain and no, no employees can you don't want to pull an oprah and be like you can you get a check and you get a check yeah. and you get a check, oh. and you get a check. <laughs> oh it, it was making awful. checks rain everywhere <laughs> and the and the people who did get direct deposit never picked up their stubs so i was stuck with just these piles and piles <laughs> of stubs everywhere and they paid weekly so it was it was a lot of fun but i'm a huge fan of direct deposit so I think if you work in a restaurant, you should still get a paper check because I just want to get that 0.00 check in my hand. <laughs> like you had to print a piece of paper to make this for me. <laughs> you had to waste your time to give me my 0.00 check. <laughs> well, one thing uh, I've been seeing a lot lately, a lot of the restaurants like fast food places near me, they're advertising on their outdoor signs, work today, get paid today. And I did a little investigation on that. I I have very mixed feelings on that. It's an option. You can, for a $3 surcharge, you can get paid that day. But it's also, if something gets jacked up and the paycheck gets revolved, it turns into like some ridiculous loan at stupid interest rates. Like you went to a payday loan place, a shady payday loan place or something yeah, like that. That's really what we need more in our society. Yeah, I, I can understand if someone really needs it for something, but you know, I, I can see teenagers doing it all day long. Oh, three dollars? Hell yeah, I'll I'll get my uh, pay today. But that's I'm pay I'm interested today, in seeing bar that night, back to work the next day <laughs> on the same clothes. Let's go. That's why McDonald's has uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, same clothes. <laughs> uh. So last week in our episode, I went on a rant on solicitors. And the, I kid you not, like before the episode, after we recorded it, before this episode released, I had... I, I, I already it know, where this, is, I know yeah. where this is going, so it's great. I had someone appear on my Viewed Your LinkedIn profile page. And then I proceeded to get an email and a voicemail. And this person has probably called four times now. And the last voicemail was, I'll just go ahead and schedule a time for you to meet. I'll send an invite. I, I haven't decided what to do with this individual yet. I, I need some help from the audience here. So let me know on Insta, or on uh, Instagram or wherever what you think we should do. Should I pretend to like his product and drag him along for six to eight months and then tell him no? Or should I just read him the riot act and tell him, you know, I saw you. Actually, I created a meme that I, I kept, I prevented myself from sending out public. I sent it to Feathers and a number oh, of other. Oh, it's, price, it's priceless. <laughs> and it, it just says, here's my LinkedIn profile. Do not, like I said, first thing you see, do not contact for solicitations. Here's my viewed your, your profile page. This person's name. This is my inbox. This person's name. This is my voicemail. Is it transcribes your voicemail? There's that person's name again. I mean, I, I wanted to tag him and put and his company and say, this is the type of people I don't fucking work with who, who cannot read. But I, I, it was just a remarkable timing that we'd recorded it. I hadn't released it yet. And then that happens to me. But he's called me another six or eight times and he hasn't gotten anything but my voicemail yet. But wow. Um, uh, I mean, if I had a vote, 
in the purely jaded way for my giggles and my own funness. If that's an award or not, don't care. It is. I want you to string this guy along for like (laughs) six months. I mean, it's the asshole thing to do. But look at the end of it. Do you know how to read? <laughs> I that's when you sit on the meme. That's when like, <laughs> that's, like oh I don't know. I think I need to go back and like one more time and talk to our budgeting people to see if we really want to spend money on this. Hold on. Oh, I'm sending you over our our uh, confirmation right now. <laughs> oh, you didn't get it. <laughs> no, no, no. That's when you send the meme. <laughs> well, I I sent that meme to one of our common friends who's a sales professional, and he just sighed at me, and he said, this guy's probably just a bit aggressive. I was like, yeah, but he's illiterate, too. But anyway, <laughs> I... I'm I'm leaning towards returning one of his calls. If he calls this week and this the no productivity weeks of uh, between Christmas and New Year's, I may take his call and drag him around for a few months. Uh, Do you know how to read? <laughs> yeah, so I had some fun with that. But uh, well, other things that we talked about in the last episode was the Better.com laying off 900 people during Zoom. So. We talked Idiot. about it, but there, there's been <laughs> a lot going on since then. So uh, the the president, his name was Garrig, I forget his first name, wrote a message on the Better.com website. I want to apologize for the way I handled the layoffs last week. I failed to show the appropriate amount of respect and appreciation for the individuals who were affected and their contributions to Better. He added, I blundered in execution. <laughs> so, but it gets better on the 10th of December. Employees were notified via email. Wait, hold, let's go back for one second. I blundered the execution. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was so riddled with anxiety the last time I did this that I just got to do it on video again and make it go really quickly or whatever, whatever his language was. I cried. Well, he I cried. cried. He I cried. cried. I cried. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of those bad magazines when we were kids growing up? Was that like the asshole of the month? This is like the asshole of the year. (laughs) I blundered the execution. That's an understatement. (laughs) Talk about walking it back a little. Well, (laughs) on December 10th, employees were notified via email that the board of directors, that Garrick would be taking time off effective immediately uh, after the very (laughs) regrettable events of the last week. (laughs) Regrettable. (laughs) Regrettable events. You're getting laid off, so I can get a bonus. (laughs) Uh, but it gets better Uh, there's a lot of things uh, but Garrig has been brutalized for his management style and things like that on various websites but Stuart Silverman who I I reference uh, quite a bit on LinkedIn on the 8th of December wrote the 10 commandments of doing a termination and these are actually really good but I'm going to throw in my own do not have additional people, strangers, or even attorneys. Have the supervisor and the designated people skills person in HR if needed. And amen to that. I, I don't know how many times people wanted to have their best friend in there or their whatever when they get called to HR. Nope, you don't need. You don't have that. If you're a union, you can get your union rep. That's it. Can you can you define the, the people skills person? <laughs> <laughs> I've got people skills. Damn it. <laughs> No, I'm actually really curious about this. Like, who's the people skill person? Is that <laughs> us in HR? Because yeah. in all reality, I'm there just to say, here's your benefits. Sorry. Like, going to walk you out now. Or where's your badge? Or like that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. 
it's not my responsibility to say you're fired. It's the managers there. It's not, but it falls on HR so many times. That's why I'm like, who's got the people skills? <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to have people skills too long after you do that for a while. I mentioned I, I worked at a cry. place. <laughs> I'm going to go home and cry. <laughs> where, you know, uh, we were going out of business very quickly, and my job was to lay off people week after week, and I knew it was my turn as I didn't get invited to the layoff meeting. So I was like, oh, must be my turn this week. But Silverman's commandment number two, well, this is what Garrett could have used, do not fire, fire by email, text, or other impersonal method. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he failed big time on that one. Uh, number three, do not terminate on a Friday or early Monday or any other times that allow for brooding. I, I, I'll disagree with that. If it's for a cause, do it right now. Do it. Rip the baby oh, yeah. off. Get, yeah. get rid of it. Done. Done. I don't, I don't care what time it is. Don't care what if day it's a is. layoff, you can plan it appropriately. But I don't know if there's any, is a Friday afternoon any better than a Monday morning? Eh, I don't know. Do not escort the person from the building in the view of others. Sometimes you don't have a choice. Right. Yeah, in that I one. With, I, I agree with both sides of that. I yeah. agree with, I mean, sometimes you don't have a choice, but yeah, I mean, it's a, there's a humiliation factor in there. You know, the, the last time I was involved with a termination, I'd let the person leave. And I said, look, here's my cell number. Call me. You can come in after hours and retrieve your stuff and I'll, I'll be here for you. And they didn't. It went all very smoothly, but. Next one, do not embarrass the person or tell him he was a subpar employee. Yeah, you just say, you just rip the Band-Aid off. You know, it's already happening. You don't need let to. The, let, let the people person talk or the people yeah. skills person talk. <laughs> I'm a people person. <laughs> Here are your goals. You didn't hit them. Today's your last day. Yeah. Treat the individual with respect and dignity, of course. You don't, don't have to do worry about don't that. Don't be a better.com CEO. <laughs> But I cried. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, it hurt what, me more than it hurt you. Uh, that's bullshit. <laughs> uh, here's what you were uh, mentioning earlier. Have all the benefits worked out and discussed non-monetary items. So, hey, your benefits will run through the end of the month. You'll be receiving Cobra from this company and da-da-da-da-da. Give them that information. It says, give uh, the individual hope and encouragement. I'm... Uh, I'd, I'd lean away from that. I don't want to get too closely involved. Can we, or, can we break out like R. Kelly's song in the background? I believe you can fly. I believe you can fly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the motivation song as they're walking out the door. Uh, <laughs> this is going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. Uh, let's see here. Tell the person how hard a decision this was and if true, how it can better them. Yeah, I, I have... I have, you know, I can say, yeah, this was in a layoff situation. Yeah, this was a hard decision, things like that. But if it's for a cause, not really. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's an asterisk. It all depends on what the situation yeah. is. But if it's a cause, no, F you. This is what you did. Don't ever effing do this again. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Yeah. Let them know what will be communicated to coworkers and clients. Most companies, I, I've seen all hands emails that somebody's not with us. But I've never seen anything that says, well, Warren was absent, you know, three days in a row without permission, so he's gone. I've never seen, you just say, hey, Warren's no longer with us. John will be taking over his responsibilities. So things Again, seems like, like that. Again, like in a future episode, what questions we want to ask during an interview, these are the things like I'd want to say when I terminate somebody. <laughs> this is what this 
jerk did or whatever you want to say and <laughs> just flipped along the laundry list of all the different things they did. So you shouldn't follow the, follow the same lead and do the same things. That's what I want to do. Yeah. What you should do is what we just said. So it's <laughs> a the Warren is no longer here. We wish him well. Yep. That's all it has to be done. And now I, I gave, came up with a few of my own additions. I, I would say never apologize. And I, I don't remember who I learned this from, but by apologizing, you're admitting wrongdoing, essentially. Mm-hmm. And you never want to do that. Don't overly empathize with the person. I've been there. I've been terminated. I've been laid off. I'm not going to go into my story. It's not about me now. If you don't know what else is going on in their life. So don't don't overly empathize with them. The termination should not be a surprise. This is a like a HR 101. If, if it's unless they did something really ridiculous at that immediate time, it should not be a surprise. Hey, we've talked to you several times about your attendance, let's say, and things have not improved. So we made a decision, yada, yada, yada. But Stuart Silverman mentioned this in a body of his post. A, a termination should be well thought out and orchestrated event. Make sure you have your documentation. Get the right people involved, whether it's HR, upper management, or attorneys. Get those right people involved so that you are doing it the right way, not just some line manager calling you at four o'clock. Oh, Warren, by the way, I termed Johnny today, and you didn't know about it beforehand as HR. So. Those are just some things that maybe this uh, guy, Garrig at better.com could have learned a little bit more from. So switching gears to the tragedy out in Kentucky. I think it was two days after we recorded. It was late last week. It's, it hasn't been that long. But our friend John Hyman wrote on LinkedIn on the 15th. According to NBC News, as tornado warnings came and tornado sirens blared, as many as 15 employees asked to leave, asked for permission so they could leave and shelter in their own homes. Instead of giving permission, managers threatened to fire anyone who left their shift early. Now, at least eight employees are dead at that time and many more were injured. One employee, Elijah Johnson, stated, I asked to leave and they told me I'd be fired. Even with weather like this, you're still going to fire me, he told NBC News that the manager's answer was unequivocal yes. He added, manager went so far as to take roll call in hopes of finding out who had left work. I mean, wow. And this is a candle company, folks, that we're talking about. I forget the name of the, the candle company. They're not making the covid vaccinations or anything that's going to change the world tomorrow that is as crucially important and we're all going to pitch in and suck it but they're just tornado they're making candles uh, so it, it, you know this is a huge tragedy but i think there's going to be a lot of hr shit coming down the drain from this one but if, if these allegations are true that people were asking to leave and be told they would be fired uh sorry i'm out of here dude what were you thinking that uh just, I don't understand people like that. What would you have done in that situation? As an employee or uh, the manager? The manager. Manager? Because it's like, I'm thinking of like, so I'm looking at this with a couple of different perspectives. The threatening for termination, no, that's awful. Um, that's, that's a different story for a different day. But being in a warehousing situation with a tornado barreling down, you're probably the safest inside the facility in certain areas that are designed to be that way, especially in a potential tornado alley. And knowing that you've got responsibility for the safety of your employees, I don't know if I'm letting my employees leave either, but I'm sure as hell not threatening to terminate them if they leave early. Yeah, I I can absolutely see that. Maybe your facility has uh, places to uh, like shelter, shelter, in place. shelter in place. Yeah, 
shelter in place type situation. Maybe, hey, my kids are at home by themselves. You know, maybe they're teenagers. They'll all be home by mm-hmm. themselves. Okay. About, if you want to go, go. I'd recommend, please, we've got facilities that I don't know if they did or not. But if you do have facilities, please shelter in place. Back to the old elementary school drills. You mm-hmm. go in the hallway and line up and put your head between your knees, etc. when tornado alarms go on. But yeah, I, and I understand taking role too because if if you're if you're the supervisor, the warehouse supervisor, warehouse manager, you're going to know where your people are. Especially yeah. if you think that somebody's somewhere inside the warehouse when there's a better shelter in place inside the building. So I'm not trying to make light of any of this. It's just a matter of I I don't I don't know. I think I'm in the same predicament where I'm not going to let them leave for just for their own well being and safety because I'm responsible for them while they're inside my building. But then it's like, where's the liability? I mean, there are so many factors that go into play here. I mean, F the manager or the threat to terminate them. That's, that's a totally different situation. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that person's a effing moron. Well, I think I'm just going to, if you think that's what's best for you, you can, I'm not going to stop them from leaving, but I'm going to encourage them to try and shelter in place if possible. Mm-hmm. But they may have a very good reason for needing to, to get home or something like that. And it's a candle factory, folks. You're right. you're not saving the world by being there for 15, 20 minutes. Uh, the world will continue to go on. Uh, and if I, it's a scented candle company, one of our mutual buddies will put that candle out if he even smelled it. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mr. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Alex does not like scented candles. He will blow them out. If, he, if you're burning inside of your house and he's a guest in your house, he will blow your candle out. He don't give a shit. I know he it. I'm not, getting him. <laughs> yeah, he, he does not like scented candles. He's getting the scented ma- candle the month club for his, uh, his next birthday. <laughs> That's actually awesome idea. I'll chip in for that. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> for us, at least. Hey, Clark, it's the jam of the month club. It's the gift that keeps on giving. All year uh, round, Clark. <laughs> uh, so... Okay, we've we've made light of a a very serious situation, but here's another very serious situation. I mean, Merry Christmas to our audience. I mean, we're yeah, very very, oh. very very non Christmassy right now. No, we're going to get so fucking Christmassy just a moment <laughs> that they're not going to know what to do with themselves. <laughs> but blackface people, it's it wasn't funny in the 1930s. That dumbass movie with uh, Silverman, I can't even remember his first name, Jonathan Silverman in the 80s. It wasn't funny then. Oh, it was about Soul Man? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was bad. That was awful. And it's still not funny today. And the fact that people still do it, and here it comes from Brevard County, Florida. A party picture surfaced on social media showing a, a county firefighter at a party wearing blackface. <laughs> Dude, what are you thinking? Uh, there goes your career. There goes your pension. There goes your hopes of future employment. Rightfully so. If you are that tone deaf, I'm, I'm very tone deaf. I don't know pop culture. I don't know social. I don't know anything like that. But I kind of do know that uh, blackface is really, really shitty thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is frowned upon by everybody. <laughs> Not... <laughs> <laughs> how do you what makes you think that hey and then get your if you're doing something like that don't get your picture taken uh, uh i've got to go to the bathroom dude i don't know whatever just 
really? Oh, this dude deserves all that falls on his lap after, after this. Like the hamster in my brain right now was running so fast. There's so many things that I want to say, but I just, I don't even know where to start. I'm like, you're an idiot. I mean, like. <laughs> Unless you're the no- soon to be former governor of Virginia, you don't get away with blackface. <laughs> well, as a resident of a certain state, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut on that one. Uh, well, he, <laughs> or a he, former resident or whatever, however you want to say it. <laughs> he's He's got it. Well, uh, I, I have one of our favorite things to talk about before we go on to our Christmassy side of things. Eric Meyer on LinkedIn talked about an EEOC settlement for religious discrimination. And Eric wrote this on December 10th. So what type of religious discrimination are we talking about? Well, supposedly it fired a Christian employee whom it knew fasted for Lent. The EEOC further alleged that the termination memo cited fasting and meditating among reasons for firing the employee. Eric Meyer wrote, reminds me of those lawsuits where some new untrained supervisor issues a long-time employee's first subpar annual review. Among other things, the direct uh, report receives ones in teamwork and responsiveness. In the comments read, his overall performance fell below expectation, which uh, likely corresponds, correlates with missing work due to increased use of FMLA. <laughs> Similar action in the future may lead to disciplinary action up, and, up to and including termination of employment. But really, putting in the termination memo fasting and meditating for among the reasons i mean here sue me they're just right sue me in big red letters on it you know <laughs> I, I i didn't catch the employer's name if i wrote it i didn't write it in my notes but uh, <laughs> sue me please i can <laughs> so when the, the eoc opens this package oh yeah this is a good one <laughs> <laughs> merry christmas to us thank yeah. you <laughs> this one's this one's going through <laughs> <laughs> well last year we basically turned our audience nearly made our audience deaf singing our christmas song so i've changed it up this year so feathers are you ready for a bedtime story I am. And everybody, I have not heard this yet. So this is going to be, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> I've been so excited for doing this. I, I, I wrote Feathers. I said, I was up to like four in the morning. I wrote this. <laughs> it, it was a weekday night. So, but I, I, I got it together. And I, and I think I responded back. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Night of the Holiday Party. Copyright Warren Workman. Twas a night of the holiday party and all through HR. We all had headaches knowing about the open bar. The venue was booked and all would be there. After a few drinks, some would lose all care. The employees were chatting, doing no work. Many complained that their boss was a jerk. The party got started. The music was loud. The holiday party always drew a good crowd. When across the room, there rose a great cheer. Nick, the underage intern, had just shotgunned a beer. My eyes rolled as this was only the first bomb. I called for an Uber and sent him home to his mom. Bets were being made with the exchange of cash, filling in boxes of when Julie's titties would flash. You see, this became a holiday tradition. She became well-known for her party exhibition. When what to my wondering eye should appear, a tiny red thong hanging from the grand chandelier. Billy in accounting is performing a shtick, acting out scenes of his boss being a dick. No Sammy, no Johnny, no Susan, no Tristan. No Patty, no Janet, no Brenda, no Christian. You can't do body shots laying half-nude on the bar. God damn it, Carl, get your hand off the tip jar. The attire varied from festive to oh my. 
This was not clothing optional, I thought with a sigh. <laughs> Beth was proud, strutting around like a centerfold vixen. But holy shit, girl, your best days were before President Nixon. Then there was a crash and people started to flee. The stupid temp tried climbing the tree. But what the hell was the temp doing here? That stupid fuck snuck in for free food and free beer. Then from around the corner there came cheers and much glee. Pam won the pool for when Julie's titties would be set free. Cletus showed his true colors by yelling god-awful slurs. That dumb fuck deserves all the wrath he incurs. I fired his backwards ass right there and right then. Man, that one felt good. I wish I could do it again. Jeremy's up on the table, drunk as a skunk. Please someone stop him before he whips out his junk. The CAO is happy, having the time of his life. But the admin he's grinding, that is not his wife. What the fuck were you thinking? This is a work event. This has me rethinking my career to the fullest extent. See, holiday parties are not all fun and games. HR must stay sober to document the shames. Some employees are stupid, just dumber than fuck. I was not so secretly hoping they'd be hit by a truck. This behavior was bad and terminations would be written, especially for Sam who's on the deck shit. So HR is still working and that brings us much sorrow, but some of you fucks won't be employed tomorrow. Holiday parties are the woe of HR. I can't wait for it to be over and head to the car. As I left the party and drove out of sight, I shouted, fuck you all, and good fucking night. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, sir. Bravo. Uh, well, I, oh, I, hope you, I hope you enjoyed that. That's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be putting that out as a... Uh, what do they call it? Audiogram on all the social media sites. Uh, so wow. there you have it, everybody. Thank you for another great year of Jaded HR. We'll be kicking up again the first week of January with a brand new episode, like I said, an AMA with Jan Janerson. So uh, that's all I've got for today. Do you have a best practice, Feathers? <laughs> no, I still can't get over the, 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 the Christmas parody thing you just did that's fantastic <laughs> well thinking of uh, my friend buddy the elf there's always room on the nice list so be nice people <laughs> there you go <laughs> as always want to thank the underscore orchestra for the use of our intro and outro music and andrew culpa for our disclaimer if you're enjoying the show please follow us on the link tree there's all sorts of ways to show uh, your support from leaving a donation leaving a review just following us on social media and just share it with your friends but you can also buy us a beer thank you very much for like i said another great year and as always i'm warren and this is feathers and we're helping you survive hr one what the fuck moment at a time